When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the host of his self-titled radio program, Heard Nationwide. Here's Michael Berry, in for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. And the show goes rolling along. I can't begin to tell you how humbling it is when, for as long as you can remember the entirety of your adult life, when you heard the Rush Limbaugh theme song, next you heard Rush Limbaugh. And Mike Maimone says in your ear, all right, Start talking, kiddo. And you're thinking, well, no, that's that's for Rush. I can even handle uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton talking. Just anybody other than me at that moment, even though that's every radio broadcaster's dream. Make no mistake, every elected official wants to be president one day, even though they may not be cut out for it. Every radio broadcaster imagines getting to sit in Rush Limbaugh's seat and talking to the golden microphone once in their life it's a dream come true so thanks to all the folks who've made it happen thanks to mojo on the phones and mike mamone our engineer and expert guidance and counselor throughout all of this speaking of which the phones are now open your calls on anything we've talked about earlier today whether that was harry reed ted cruz dr mccullough dr mary tally bowden uh jim jordan the january 6th committee or Critical Race Theory, which our guest now we're going to visit with about. And after this run of show, after this segment here, we'll spend two segments on your calls, and we'll close out the last segment with a little tribute to John Madden, um, including a conversation with my friend Dan Pastorini, who was a quarterback during those storied 70s football years. The Stick to the Issues crowd won't like that, but we're carving out one little segment to do that because I love John Madden. And lots of other folks do as well. It's the passing of an American legend. But before we get to all that, 1-800-282-2882. That'll be Mojo you'll be talking to on the other end of the line. He is the man responsible, along with James Golden, for the stack, as Rush would 
uh, uh, organized those papers. He's the one who handed those papers to Rush through the course of uh, these last few years. Mojo will be answering the phones, which we'll get to in a moment. David Pivtorak is an attorney who is bringing cases on behalf of people who are victims of critical race theory. There is a case that's getting a lot of attention. December 16th of this year, Piftorak filed a lawsuit against Smith College, alleging that Smith College, quote, fostered a toxic climate of racial fear, hostility, and exclusion against his case, Jody Shaw, his client, Jody Shaw. This was felt most deeply by lower-level employees like plaintiff Jody Shaw, who, while simply trying to make ends meet, suddenly found themselves thrust into the middle of an ideologically driven campaign of race essentialism and collective guilt pushed by the school. Specifically, Smith adopted an official policy of viewing every aspect of its operations through a racial lens, one that distorts all whites into malevolent oppressors and all people of color into hapless victims, regardless of any individual's actual position or status. This policy permeated every decision and action taken by the school. David Port uh, Piftorak, how bad was it? What did they do to her? Oh man! Uh, first, uh, Michael, thanks for having me on. Let me, yeah, l- let me tell you about what Jody experienced because it's kind of one of the worst cases of discrimination, or you know what you can call woke discrimination um, that I've come across, and I've been doing this for for quite a while. And you know, I, I think some context is necessary to explain what happened to Jody, and really. The rest of the lower-level staffers uh, at the school, um, really, it all began in back in 2018 when um, a black student was in a uh, in a in a in a school building um, that was reserved for uh, school children for a school camp, and only people who were the kids and only the uh, people who passed, like counselors who passed through child abuse screening, could be in that building. Um, Someone saw, a janitor saw her there, saw that she wasn't supposed to be there because camp was out, and per Smith policy, called campus security. Security showed up, you know, they were very polite, but uh, the student, you know, she pulled out her phone, started taping, and um, immediately, you know, she immediately pulled out the race card, posted it on social media, accused uh, two cafeteria workers who had nothing to do with it, of um, being racist, post their information online, said that, you know, they called the cops on her for eating while black. That's what she said. And Smith College, without doing any investigation or figuring out what actually happened, they disparaged the, the innocent cafeteria workers and everyone involved as racist and started, you know, like most of these institutions do, they started self-flagellating and decrying themselves as white supremacists and terrible and all that. And, you know, and after they actually did an investigation, they found out, well, there was nothing wrong. Everybody did everything that they were supposed to do, but Smith, not a word, right? And even after finding out that there was nothing racially wrong with this incident, uh, they started instituting these policies that we talked about in this lawsuit. Well, but it goes a lot uh, worse, doesn't it? I, I read a story in, in, in your pleadings about them um, canceling an orient, orientation program she had planned for incoming students, quote, because you are white. This is exactly. to the point of harassment and humiliation. I mean, this this is pretty bad stuff. 
And, it, you know, it's not just that. And, and those, you know, and that, that really began after this uh, race hoax incident. And Smith made every single lower-level staff, not faculty, go through these uh, racial, racial indoctrination struggle sessions to make all these white lower-level staff admit we're white supremacists, we're racist, we have racist blood in our DNA. And, um, you know, Jody, she was, she was a librarian. She was a very popular librarian. She was staffed with putting on the show for 600 incoming freshmen, you know, and they said, Hey, make it fun, make it cool, you know, make it interesting for 18 year olds. So she did a good, good humored rap, you know, something like a very innocent, something very light that the kids would enjoy. When she presented it to the administration, they said, you can't do this because you're white. What? She said, wait, wait, if I was a person of color, I could do this? And they said, absolutely. Right? And so, it didn't stop there. So, David, you're basically bringing cases, uh, you may not like these words, for what we used to call reverse discrimination. Sure. Yeah, and, and you're right. Uh, I definitely don't like these words because um, when we put that kind of label on it, it, um, it makes it seem like it's kind of less less divisive you are the like, founder of the critical race theory attorney coalition how big is this how powerful is this is there money to be made is it worth bringing a lawsuit absolutely I, I think you know and we're looking for more attorneys to join our cause um we got to thank chris rufo who kind of yeah he's great um, started this and put a bunch of attorneys together and now it's sprung up into this where we're trying to gather uh, attorneys who are brave enough to fight these issues and fight the woke ideology uh, to join a cause and, you know, just start start litigating all across the country. David, because, I want you to tell yes, folks how, how to join your group. Uh, I, I read your handy legal checklist of potential legal violations in the classroom and in the workplace, and you have a short list of if you think you've been a victim of this, these are your, a violation of, of your civil rights, and you list this. If people want to learn more, if people want to say, I've had enough, I'm standing up, I'm fighting back against my school or my workplace, how do they get a hold of you or this coalition? So you can find us on our website, crtattorney.com, or um, you can give us a call. We're toll-free, 866-NO-TO-CRT, N-O-T-O-C-R-T. Um, if you're a potential client, like, for example, if you have a kid in school who's been told by his teacher that, you know, well, you know, you're a white supremacist because of your skin color or you have white privilege or, uh, you know, or on the contrary, if you're, you know, parent of a, of a black student who's told that, uh, well, you know, you're lesser than because of your skin color, uh, this society is not going to let you achieve everything that you can't achieve because of your skin color. Uh, that's, you know, that discrimination, dividing students, dividing people in general, or employees, students, by race, by these other um Immutable characteristics, that's wrong. It's illegal, and but whenever... But as, as I learned in law school, if you sit on your rights, you lose them. I believe in the power of jurisprudence to change policy, and I love that you're doing this. David Piftorek is his name, the CRT, Critical Race Theory Attorney Coalition. Your call's coming up, 1-800-282-2882. I'm Michael Berry. In for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Your antidote to the cancel culture. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on Prize Picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X. C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve michael berry in for clay travis and buck sexton the website is clayandbuck.com you can go there and there is a guest host portion where some of what we've talked about today is posted for you to read for yourself you can reach me directly through my website at michaelberryshow.com and the website and the phone number is 1-800-282-2882. Let's start with Greg in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You're up, Greg. Thanks, Michael. I had a discussion about CRT with someone the other day, and I let him make all the, you know, check all the boxes, 
a white person oppressor, black person victim. My three-year-old grandson is a racist because he was born with white skin. And after he was done, I said, okay, well, what do we do now? What do we do going forward? And he paused and he said, you know what? We just, we need everyone on board. We need help. And I was at a loss for words. I just started laughing in his face because out of one side of his racist mouth, he's saying that I'm an irredeemable racist. Out of the other side of his racist mouth, he's saying he wants my help. So I told him, you know what? Not only will you not get my help regarding CRT, but anything I can do in my power going forward to prevent you from achieving anything I'm going to do. Well, that's just racist. Thanks for making my point. What's your, what, are you going, what do you think is going to happen when you indoctrinate millions of white children in this racist garbage? They're going to turn from white children into white adults one day who have nothing but contempt and hatred in their heart for black Americans. And you know what? It will be completely justified. And maybe we can use or maybe they can use the argument that the black community uses now, which it's not our fault for behaving the way we do. It's not our fault for feeling like we feel. We're products of, of our environment. We're just products of our conditioning. You can't blame us, right? Very well said. Thank you for the call. You know, and it's listen, it's not just a zero-sum game. It's not just it, it it is not the case that critical race theory is just knocking down white kids and to the extent they're being knocked down, black kids are being lifted up. Quite the contrary. My sons are black. They're from Africa. They're from Ethiopia. And they will tell you that there are many occasions where well-meaning whites uh, of various different backgrounds and and roles in their lives will try to uh, convince them that they're somehow a victim or will try to convince them that somehow if if they don't win something or accomplish something or achieve something or they get turned down for something that somehow they're a victim or – as George W. Bush uh, famously said, the, the soft bigotry of low expectations. Um, you know, we, my wife and I, she's from India. She's a tiger mom. We tell the teachers, I, you know, a B is not good enough. I want my kids to be at the top of the class, not because I care that they beat the other kids, but because I care that they do the absolute best they can do. And I don't want any expectation that because they're black, they shouldn't perform well. Why shouldn't they? If you put in the work, you'll win. In everything that you do, nobody has a low expectation for a black football player. Nobody has a low expectation for a black basketball player. Why should we have a low expectation for a black engineer? And it's not until you start having that standard for people. Most of these attempts by white liberals to to do good for blacks are actually the equivalent of feeding the bears. You're making people dependent on government handouts. Let them do for themselves. You know, we live in a fascinating time in America. Think about this for a moment. The foremost American intellectual, Thomas Sowell, and the greatest living Supreme Court justice, Justice Thomas, are both black men. No one had to put them there for their race. They're both black men, and they are the greatest. They are the two leading thinkers of our time. And when's the last time anybody pointed that out? When's the last time anybody pointed that out? Every young black child and white child in America should be holding those two up as heroes because they are. Because they're heroes of the mind. They're thinkers. They're influencers. And yet, when's the last time you heard that? Paula Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. Never been there. What's Pilot Mountain, North Carolina famous for, Paula? 
Well, we're right next door to Mount Airy or Mayberry, where the Andy oh. Griffin show was. Okay, born. all right. So we're Mount Pilot, and we're just down the road, but uh, just a beautiful Piedmont, North Carolina community. Okay, do you have a festival, or do you have a, a something that you're kind of famous for? We have a mosquito festival right outside of Houston. <laughs> My little town's well, famous for the crawfish festival. Oh, well, nothing that exciting, but we do have a Mayfest, which is fun. But I, we also sponsor a cruise-in uh, six Saturdays a month from May through October where old cars come and drive through the town and oh, yeah. beach music and okay. wine and have a big time. So it's fun. It's good. Oh, okay. Do you have an old car? I do not. Uh, I just, I really go for the beach music. Uh, okay. and the wine. <laughs> are you are but you I a lifelong are you a lifelong North Carolinian? Oh, I am. Our, my ancestors have been here since the 1700s, so my roots are deep. It I'm sure afraid. seems to be one of those places that people grow up there and never want to leave. It's not that they can't; they never want right. to leave because they love the people and the culture. I got to tell you some of the kindest, sweetest, they don't get nice attention nationally. Some of the kindest, sweetest, most wonderful people I've ever met in my life are from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Arkansas, Tennessee, Mississippi, Louisiana, uh, Southwest Florida. And just the kindest, most wonderful, of course Texas, but you you knew that already. Uh, Paula if you would hold with me for just a moment, my clock management is worse than less miles as I'll get to you in just a moment. I want to hear what you have to say. Phone lines are 1-800-282-2882. I'm Michael Berry with the great honor to get to sit in for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. From News Radio 740 KTRH in Houston, Texas, here's Michael Berry. Honored to be in for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Paula in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, thank you for your kindness. You're up, dear. Go ahead. All right. Well, I've just, I've thoroughly enjoyed you today. Every segment has been so, so good. Um, but, Jim Jordan, I'm a big fan of his, and I really would love to see him be the next Speaker of the House. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, I think, is kind of a rhino, and I'm never totally sure where he's going to come out. Um, and I just, I, I don't worry about Jim Jordan. I know how he's going to vote. Um, John Kennedy is another one that I admire because I don't worry that he's not, you know, that he's going to disappoint us. But, uh, I was just telling the screener that I'm in North Carolina, and Tom Tillis and Richard Burr are our senators. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were both, they have joined with the Democrats at least twice in recent Mm. weeks to vote with the Democrats. And, you know, Burr, of course, is on his way out because of his stock dealings. But, you know, I think Tom Tillis thinks we'll forget in five years. That's exactly right. I told yeah, and it just I call I call their offices about once a week and let them have it and just tell them how disappointed we are in them and that we won't forget. But um, I just again I, I don't know how they're not going to let us just waltz in and take the twenty two election legally 
And I think if we don't figure out how to stop what happened in 2020, um, you know, I just I don't trust the system. And also, I'm tired of voting for people who promise us that they're going to stand with us and do the right thing. And then they get in there and they work with the Democrats when the Democrats never work with us. Paula, you are you have that last point. Thank you for the call. That last point you made needs to be repeated and that is yeah our side will constantly work with them and vote across the line with them but their folks almost never do it with us it it was a threat to democracy we were told that joe manchin voted against a bill that was so bad for his state that that uh that uh donald trump won by i forget was 38 percentage points i mean donald trump Mm -hmm. just just carried West Virginia in massive numbers. This Build Back Better was horrible for the people and the workers and industry of West Virginia. He was left with no choice but to vote against it. And and we heard things like democracy doesn't work. You know, this is terrible. Well, it sure seemed to work when jo- when John McCain cast the, the deciding vote to prevent repeal of Obamacare. It sure seems to work every time Republicans help Democrats get their agenda passed. But the one time a relatively conservative Democrat, Joe Manchin, votes with his state and does his job, then democracy is under attack. And and your guy is, is really no different than John Cornyn in Texas. In six years, these guys know the first few years, they can go over there and cut deals with the Democrats in the last of their six years. Then they take on the local twang again. And, you know, John, uh, John Cornyn comes back to Texas and he puts on that cowboy hat and says, I'm, I'm for Texas. Send me back up there and fight them boys so hard for y'all. And then they, they, he's got all the money in the world. And he yep. gets reelected, and then he spends the next two years acting like a Democrat. And then as he gets closer yep. and closer to the election, he puts back on that Texas accent. I like my ranchers and my God-fearing Texans and my veterans and send me back to fight the dad burn Democrats. And people fall for it. They fall for it because underfunded candidates that can't get off the ground are all they ever go against. It's a Republican state. So I guess they can get away with it, if you think about it. Sue in Canton, Maine. You're up, dear. Go ahead. Up in the second district, uh, we have the worst one, Susan Collins. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't call about that. I called about um, your wonderful patriot. I've, this first time I've listened to you this week, and I think you're great. I don't have a computer. I don't have any internet. I don't have a smartphone or anything. I just listen to the radio, and you are a great patriot. But Harry Reid was the most despicable, lying cheat. He's a cheat. My sister lived out in Nevada. She knew all about him. And when they changed that airport in his name, I almost threw up because that's what they do. They they uplift the most corrupt people they can, the Democrat Party. They're corrupt through and through. They're communists and they're racist. Anyway, you're great. You're pa- you uplifted my spirits. I've been feeling down about where this country's going. I my family fought all the way back. I came over on the sixteen twenty uh, uh, Mayflower. I have seven descendants coming over. I'm not rich. I'm not a blue blood like Carrie, <laughs> that moron. But. Um, uh, we fought through the Revolutionary War, my whole family, the Civil War, fought against the South and blah, blah, blah. I love this country so much. My father was from World War II, my grandfather, World War One, World War Two, and they're trying to kill us. Terry Reed was a lying cheat. 
despicable. I don't even want to call him a human being. I watched him over the years. Anyway, you're wonderful. I love you. I loved Rush. He died on February 17th. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. I still have tears in my eyes. His lovely wife, Catherine, please give her our love. She, she was wonderful to stand by him. Anyway, I, this is 30 years I've been trying to get through. It was the first time I've ever gotten through to Rush's show. Well, it's an um, honor to have you, and I know that it sustained Rush to know that there was so much love out there in this country that he would never get to meet. You know, it's been a real treasure and pleasure for us this last week to get to deal with his team. And I'm going to tell you, the love for that man is palpable. Your standard is high because it has to be excellence in broadcasting. And, and they, they let you know that. I mean, in, in, in very, very clear terms. Speaking of, of Rush, he loved football. I know the stick to the issues crowd would not want a discussion on this, but it's important. John Madden was a legendary football coach who became a legendary broadcaster. He's a pop culture icon. Players, fans, TV viewers, kids across the spectrum. My friend said that his wife mentioned that John Madden had explained the game of football to her when no one else had. John Madden was a special American, a very special American, who coached a very special 70s Raiders football team. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along. Swaggering boisterously, his face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Dan Pastorini played quarterback for the Houston Oilers and after, just after Madden left for the Oakland Raiders. He has some stories to share about John Madden. I'm Michael Berry, in for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. That's coming up next. Time slot on loan from Rush. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's GovX.com and join a community of more than eight and a half million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Michael Berry in for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. John Madden passed. Here he is in 1986 talking about the refrigerator Perry having lost a little weight. There's a fridge. I saw him out here earlier, and he was just in a T-shirt. You know, he's getting that weight down. I've always noticed when a guy gets his weight down, he starts wearing a lot of T-shirts. You know, you know, when you have your weight up there, you wear a lot of coats and stuff over you. You thought his weight was going down? I think his weight's going down. Yeah, I do. I think that seven and a two is getting closer to the middle of his body now. Looked like a full package to me when we were down on the field before. John Madden and uh, Pat Summerall talking about Nate Newton's steaming head. See, see, see how heat does come out of the top of your head? Look at it, just coming off of Nate's head there. That's where it escapes. If you have heat in your body and you want to let it out, you take your hat off. Yeah. You know, what you could do is, is you could have a barbecue on that head. Nate's got a lot of room to let it out. Yeah. I mean, you could cook like some burgers on there. Look at now you're talking. I mean, this is football. When you yeah. got steam coming out of your head and your mouth, now you're talking football. You're controlling that offensive line. This is what it's all about. John Madden was a great coach. He was an even greater broadcaster. 
and broadcasters have appreciation for other great broadcasters. Rush's team pulled these quotes of Rush talking about Madden over the years. May twenty second, 2009. I have a little John Madden story. Before the game up in the booth, Madden is getting his final makeup touch-up, and it's hot as hell. The humidity's up, and the light's in the booth, and so forth, and he's got on a coat and tie, and he gets out of the chair. He's walking to get something to drink, and he says, this is what's great about radio. You don't have to guck up your face with this gunk. And his buddy John Robinson, he always took with him, the coach of the Rams, and his high school friend was up there. There are multiple references that Rush made to John Madden over the years because he had respect for the man and how good he was at what he did. My friend Dan Pastorini played against those Oakland Raiders, and I asked him to share some stories with me off-air about Madden when Madden passed. And he texted me. He said, my first one is Monday night, my first Monday night game, October 9th, 1972, against the Raiders. I was 3-for-21. I had four interceptions, three of them to defensive linemen. It was a bad night. The same night, the Oilers, the Oilers fan flipped the bird to the cameraman, and Dandy Don Meredith said he thinks his team is number one. Here's that audio. <laughs> right there is a vivid picturization of the excitement attendant <laughs> upon this game. I guess we'll have some more shots of the crowd for you in a little while, folks. They're number one in the nation. Today they would have to apologize and go to break, but back then they just laughed. Legendary quarterback Dan Pastorini coached for, played for and against John Madden. That was the worst night you ever had, but those Madden teams were, t- were tough, weren't they? They were always tough, Michael. They, um, you know, back in the early days, um, we didn't really have a competitive team to match up to them, and, and that Monday night game was our first one ever, and it was indicative of the type of football they played, but they were a good football team. They're a solid good football team, especially under his tutelage. I think his, his winning percentage is what, 79%, 10337 or two and seven ties. You know, that's a pretty darn good record against anybody that's played more than a hundred games or coached more than a hundred games. But, you know, I really enjoyed his personality. Uh, he was pretty intense on the field. I remember playing later on. Um, we were beating him this one particular day and, I ran out of bounds and he came running up the sideline and got in my ear pretty good. He was he was not one to hold back much and neither was I and I just kinda of turned over my shoulder and said an explicative to him and, and uh, the whole team behind him started laughing. So he uh he was I was fortunate enough to play for him in the in the uh, Pro Bowl in seventy four down in New Orleans. That gave me my, my only opportunity and got to know him a little bit down there. He was a uh, he was a free-spirited guy. Uh, he didn't care what you did off the field as long as you performed and worked hard on the field. So, you know, I, the world has lost, uh, you know, a good man. The Raider Nation has lost a good – actually, Raider Nation has lost a couple of good men with Bruce Davis dying the other day as well. So From Houston. Uh, from Houston, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, – you never like to see anybody go, but, you know, he had a pretty good run and especially liked his, his – TV personality. He was, I think he became more famous as a TV personality or announcer than he was as a coach. But uh, you know, if you played against the Raider team coached by, or any team coached by John Madden, you you were going against the best. Who would have guessed a man uh, who was often dis- or once described as looking like an unmade bed would make it all the way to be 85 <laughs> years old? I mean, that's, that's yeah. really saying something. You were traded straight up from the Oilers to the Raiders 
for Kenny Stabler. You went to the Raiders on the team. You won the Super Bowl uh, that year. Uh, Madden had just left. Flores had replaced him, but Al Davis was there, and you had your run-ins with Al Davis, and, and you don't have many nice things to say about him. Most people don't. He coached for 10 years for Al Davis, taking over when he was just 32 years old. What does that say about Madden as a person, that he could tolerate Al Davis for that many years? He was a patient man. He had to be, because um, you never know what Al Davis you were going to get um, from day to day. Um, so he, um, he was a patient man, obviously, but he, again, he didn't let, he didn't let little things bother him. He was the head coach and he was going to do what he knew how to do and he did it well. But, um, you know, he was, he had to have a strong will to uh, be able to work under those circumstances. And he had a lot of good talent around him though. So he, he was capable of, of coaching a lot of people up, but he didn't have to coach up too many guys because they had a team of Hall of Famers that those uh, that decade. From 78 to 80, your Oilers were the winningest team in all of football. For those years of your career, starting in 72, you played against, your rivalries were the Steelers and the Raiders. What were those Raiders teams like under uh, John Madden? They were tough. I mean, they were, you know, when we, I thought, that the AFC Central was the toughest division personally in the in the in the league. I remember one year I think we were all went eight and six and and uh, three of the four teams went eight and six. The other team was uh, seven and seven and the Steelers won by default. But uh, you know the, the Raiders were as good if you know they could they could match the Steelers. They could they could definitely match up with the Steelers. You know we could on given days, but. On a day-to-day basis, um, they were a pretty tough team to, to match up to. But I would say that the Raiders were in the wrong division. They should have been in the Central Division. Dan Pastorini, you were my childhood hero. You are a dear friend, and you are a great source on all things 70s NFL football. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Michael, and keep up the good work. You're doing a great job. We love you here in Texas. Thank you, buddy. I feel like, I feel the presence of Rush, aside from the fact that his able team has has uh, held our hand throughout all of this, but mentioning the Steelers, I feel like I feel like Rush is smiling down. Yeah, you gave it to the stick the issues crowd. You stuck it to the stick the issues crowd. Well, we'll be with you all week. It's been a real pleasure, and we have two more fun-filled, thrill-seeking days to enjoy with you. Hope you'll join us. Clayandbuck.com is the website. You can contact me through my website at Michael Berry Show. I'm Michael Berry, in for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton with the able assistance of the entire Premier team. What a team they are. We'll see you tomorrow. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.